0: we're starting the wayfinding growth podcast oh my gosh something's different there's two of us on the screen in 3 2 Are you immersed in a sea of business advice and education but not sure what to embark on first? Instead of adding to the ocean of information, we're here to help you navigate it like a pro. The Wayfinding Growth Podcast will help you take a deep dive into new actionable strategies, tools, and tactics to help you grow. So start charting a course for business growth as you explore a better way to grow further, faster, with your hosts, Remington Begg and George B. Thomas.
1: (laughs) What's up, Remington? How are you doing today? I'm great, George. How about you? You know, I
0: can't complain. It's fun. I love technology and it's funny because we're playing with technology on the recap of the show about visual marketing. And I don't know if you can get more visual than these guys right here. No, I'm just kidding. Two of us. I'm just kidding. I'm
1: just kidding. The two of us. So, um, so what are we talking about today, Remington? We're unpacking Jeff C's visual marketing. Um, podcast episode on Wayfinding Growth, episode 10. Super excited to kind of talk about this because, you know, I'm pretty passionate about visual marketing, personal brands, brand in general. Um, so it was kind of cool to hear his perspective and see where it's coming in.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely excited to dive into this now that that tomfoolery is over. Although I will say we're going to find ways to have split screen and even three screens moving forward when we have guests. Um, I'm super excited. Again, loving playing with technology. But now we're going to just do an overcap or a recap or a general thoughts. Use the terms you want, people. You're watching. We're trying to do the best we can of the Jeff C. (laughs) interview. And I'll tell you, for me, Remington, the first thing that I inherently knew, like minutes in and maybe even before the interview because I have met Jeff, is he is a funny, funny guy. Like he just has a really great sense of humor. But past that, which is always a good trait to have – he knows a ton about visual marketing when it comes to social media and marketing and business growth. And it was really interesting to kind of dive into this little niche area. You know, I mean, because we talk about video and we talk about like back in the day, you know, infographics and stuff like that. But but if there's a broader conversation that kind of happened, um, which we're going to dig into when we kind of talk about charting the course and, and that kind of stuff. I will say it's the first time that we ever hit an episode where we had a blatant like me as an MC like hey hire us which I don't even know if people know that you and I are also like professional speakers that go out and talk to folks hopefully they know that like if you're an event planner listening to this you should probably yeah, book know us. that Let's yeah, go. Yeah, I mean, come on. We like to travel. We like to talk to people. And as you can tell, we're goofy as all get out. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) Remington, what are your thoughts on the interview, the direction that went, things that Jeff talked about? Sure.
1: So agree. Very funny guy. His humor. I actually quite enjoyed his humor. The big thing for me doesn't even have anything to do with like visual design. Um, It was like an underlying thing is I love that Jeff is self-taught. It really shows how having a passion for something can can really um, have an effect in your personal and your professional life if you just go for it. And I know that speaks really true to the things that you've done on previous shows, um, George. But then also, like, I I don't want to discredit anything in regards to traditional schooling, how I went to school for graphic design and advertising. But, you know, the passion with Jeff was really apparent, super smart guy. Um, And I think that he had some really great uh, points of view in regards to visual brands. And he touched on a lot of things that you know, that anyone going to school would have as well. So it's really cool. It's nice to see that that's not the only path that you have to take in order to do something you love.
0: Yeah, definitely. You know, the other thing, as you were talking, I started to think about some things that were rattling around in the brain there. Um, One was that the I really pulled out of there was when Jeff started to talk about visual marketing is about storytelling. And, and mm-hmm. it's funny because in the age that we're in, you hear that word a lot, storytelling. And, and sometimes it's very hard to unpack and it's kind of fluffy, but really it, it truly is about being able to tell a story or show folks like this thing, whether it's a product, whether it's a service, whether it's a brand, a personal brand, business brand. And so I immediately went to like you, the viewer, the listener right now. What story are you telling your potential customer? Like visually, mm-hmm. what are they getting? Um, and, you know, Remington it made me think about uh, the Bar Rescue, John Tafford. Like, Mm -hmm. people are in the bar all the time, and so they don't see, like, that scuff mark, and they don't see, like, the door falling down, and they don't see the roaches. Well, they probably see the roaches, but anyway. Uh. But they, but right, you go into this new scenario with fresh eyes. My thing for viewers and listeners would be, like, look you might be so used to those things that you don't understand the true story that it is telling your potential customers. you may want a fresh set of eyes to look at that get your cousin your brother, your uncle your neighbor I don't know maybe us at impulse creative to look at the stuff and say
1: well maybe you might think about this so thoughts Remington you know I think the storytelling side of it is is that long game the visual marketing of it's the short. And and really what what we talked about that entire time was brand like he he talked about um, Peg Fitzpatrick and how like when she t- makes a change to her brand, everyone copies. Well, the reason that one you even noticed that her brand changed was because it was consistent, and then number two is the fact that like really bringing it all across. So, you know, if you uh, if you want to listen a little bit more about that, obviously jump back into the previous episode. But but yeah, brand is super huge, and it's the storytelling, but it's also the consistency. Imagine like reading a book, and and it not having chapters. Like that's how companies think about their brand but everyone else on the other side is thinking about that from a chapter by chapter basis and you got to keep that consistently going through
0: i don't think i ever thought about like i don't think i ever thought about it that <laughs> way the whole chapter to chapter thing that's super cool you know one of the things that i love about these episodes is the navigational tools where sometimes we hear about things that we've never heard about before uh sometimes we are like yay all right i'm not as dumb as i th- thought I was because I did know about this thing. (laughs) Um, And then there are other times where we realize there's another fit for things that uh, were talked about. So for instance, during the navigational tools, you know, Jeff talked a lot about being able to schedule. He talked a lot about being able to have a strategy and a plan. Um, And the whole time he was talking, I was going into, yes, those tools sound awesome. And for some of them, probably very important, for instance, what I'm about to talk about does nothing with Pinterest, which I wasn't immediately like. Oh, that's a hashtag wish list item. Like, why not? Uh, if if there is the ability to do that, then why aren't we doing it? But. I started to think about – and you know me, Remington. The viewers, the listeners, they know me. I started to think about HubSpot, right? And I started to think about HubSpot social media tools and how right now, today, you can uh, post schedule so that you can take time off and do things in a way that makes sense for the end user versus yourself. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. I started to think about how – HubSpot just released a new drag and drop calendar tool specific to the social tool where it's very easy to visualize and maneuver around your social strategy, I started to think about social monitoring and being able to listen to things when people are talking about your brand, um, whether it's in a good way or a negative way. And if you need to jump in and have that conversation with them, um, and again, either a good conversation or like a, uh-oh, danger, Will Robinson, like let's make <laughs> this kind of go away or figure out how to fix this. Um, and then, last but not least, I started to think about, an, and and really, it was the first thing, but I'm bringing it as the last thing because some people think of this and go, eh, well, whatever. But it's the social analytics, right? Being able to actually mm-hmm. report on the ROI of what you're doing in your social channels, um, it's super huge. And and here's the thing: Jeff mentioned Pinterest, and I was like, oh, you can't do that in HubSpot. But really when Jeff mentioned Pinterest, I actually started to think on a different side of this is like and and our buddy Dan Moyle from episode six, he said it best he's like, hey, you should always be testing, always be proving. And I'm super curious, viewers, listeners, how many of you out there are using what are the big four, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, but aren't testing any of these side Social platforms like Pinterest, you know, uh, WhatsApp, um, uh, uh Snapchat, uh, musically, like how many of you are not testing in your space those things? Anyway, that was I love the navigational tool. I totally went at a Hubspot Homer land. Remington, where did you go?
1: Yes, yeah, so for me, um, I thought it was very interesting. Going into the episode, I did not think that he I knew you know, I knew he hangs out in social media, but I personally don't think at the beginning the brand is defined by social and schedule and all all that stuff. So I thought it was a very interesting point of view. Now, of course, I'm like a super branding nerd. So like the brand starts so much around culture and, and like who you are as a company and those kinds of things. Um, he did mention he did mention a, you know, creating a brand guide, which we'll get to a little bit later. But one of the big things that like blew me away, absolutely blew me away was this whole Pinterest thing as well, because like we we leverage Pinterest for our clients it's a manual process from an agency point of view for our clients because it's one of those things that we hadn't really found a really great way of automating. But that tool he called um, Tailwind literally blew my mind. Like <laughs> the smart looping. Oh, my God, man. Like, <laughs> like being able to kind of loop through and like repin things, especially if you have a following. And he's got a pretty substantial following. But just being more active and like kind of setting and forgetting. Um, I hate that term, but like you get the idea but it was really really neat. And then the fact that like our marketing team has to look into this because we're already on Pinterest, we're already doing it, but like if we could make it to automate that and make it more efficient it would be huge. The value of of HubSpot to your point is bringing from a tool perspective, bringing all of that stuff into one spot because when we think about visual marketing, we you know, he he kept referencing the the continuity or the consistency, being able to see your whole footprint online from one platform is really important. Like what would your blog featured images look like? What are your, you know, he brought those up. What does it look like on Facebook? What does your cover image look like? All these different pieces. HubSpot really allows for you to capture all that and make sure you see it from a marketing perspective all in one spot. But the other thing that didn't get quite as much attention as I thought it would was Canva. And Canva is a really, really, um, a really, really cool piece of technology that you can tie into to help reinforce your brand but the big underlying thing with those tools is don't use the default templates oh, I no mean, yeah. you said that like four or five times right so so yeah so that's my thoughts on that now the one thing in regards to the social media and this hubspot thing that um hubspot just actually announced yesterday that facebook as of august 1st is removing the ability to post on a personal Facebook page, which that's that's a conversation for Sprocket Talk. So like <laughs> you're gonna have to go check out Sprocket Talk because I'm sure that George and I are gonna riff on that. But um, but that's one of those things that you really have to think about. So if if automation starts to be pulled away, how do you still reinforce your brand consistently? And it's really just knowing that ground that what that ground floor looks like. Yeah, you do the work, people. Hey, you know what other uh, piece
0: of work that you might want to be doing? Uh, That is you might want to check out our video master, master of video, however you want to say it, workshops. I mean, look, if you're sitting here and you're asking yourself or you're thinking creating video for your sales and marketing efforts have to be outsourced, they have to be difficult, and so therefore we shouldn't do it, uh, well, there's a new – way to think about that. I mean, if you're completely confused, we can simplify it. Uh, That is what we do during the workshop. So if you have people that you want to get in front of the camera, uh, or maybe you've had them in the camera before, in front of the camera before, and you're like, woo, that didn't turn out so well, we can help them communicate better on camera. Also, to help them communicate is maybe teaching you how to even be a better interviewer when you have somebody in front of that camera. We can show you all the tips, tricks and tactics that we use to create hundreds of videos within months, sometimes even weeks, because we have just processes put into place that make it super fast, super simple, super easy. If that's something that you're interested in, then you should reach out to us. You should get your video marketing master workshop because we'll turn you into master. Trust me. You'll be a jack of all trades and a master of one that is video for your sales and marketing business charting the course Remington. It was a very interesting course, wasn't it?
1: It was, it was, it was kind of all over the place, but it was, but, but the, the beauty of it was it all really came back to that foundation for the brand, um, which works out really well. Now, one of the things I thought was quite interesting. So, um, Jeff Jeff came across very much as like a solopreneur in regards to like talking with an agency and and talking like about how much a logo should cost and all that thing. And he knowing design and knowing like the strategies behind it, I think comes at it from a perspective um, where he's not wrong if you understand all the pieces and how the consistency comes in. But I think where I want to make sure there's an opportunity for is really talking about what what you're paying for when you work with an agency like Impulse, for brand, right? So we have a brand guideline. We have an awesome ebook. The link will be in the show notes. There's four sections in that for you to define in your company. It's how to come up with your brand identity. Then it's not just the visuals. It's also the text. Creating the graphic guidelines, which is a lot of what Jeff was talking about. Also an editorial style guide. So like how do you talk about your company? how do your employees talk about your company? what do people expect and how does that tie into your brand and then of course that brand marketing strategy so at impulse we've got that free ebook you can download it it's called the brand plan um, it's on just about every page but we'll have a link in the show notes um, it's more than just visual and you really have to like if you only remember one thing from this entire well two things one thing is your brand is more than just visual, but visual is a big piece of the pie. And then the second thing is those video marketing master workshops. That's the second thing you have to remember. But if we bring it back to, you know, some of the other tools, the cultural side of your brand, and and just kind of making sure that it encompasses who you are. Canva, like, let your designer set up your templates. I know we've done that for a couple of clients. Like, we'll they'll create a Canva account. And then Jeff Jeff Lewis, our designer, shout out to Jeff he will you know, build that stuff out for clients so they can hit the ground running. So there's a lot of different ways. But make sure that your brand plan and everyone on your team knows that it's there because a good visual marketing strategy is a consistent one.
0: I totally Ooh. agree. And, and we should just drop the mic and the show right there. You should definitely check out that brand plan. Uh, it, it's funny because as I listened to Jeff and I totally agree with you, it was kind of – and it makes sense. I mean – you you speak from in which the world that you live in, and so really is kind of a solopreneur, you know, doing his thing, crushing it. Um, but I yep. also thought back to when I first got started in agency life, and somebody would ask me, what is it, you know, we've got this design guide. I'm like, who, what, swears what, what? Uh, you know, and, and the idea that there are so many companies out there, and trust me, cause I see their websites that, um, don't realize you shouldn't have 12 fonts and like 10 colors. Uh, you know that it should be like this thing that you're following and there should be some consistency because that's what us as consumers like. But I started to think back when I first got into agency life and I met this guy, his name is Eric Jacobs. He's a complete friend, has been a friend for years. But one of the things that he had me do and it made me think of when Jeff was talking about um, grabbing a template and using that template as an outline to switch things Around, But at least you know that it looks good. And when Jeff said that, I said, well, but what if you don't know what looks good? Like you might not understand what award winning is. You might not understand what today's trends are. And so one of the things that Eric Jacobs had me do that I would suggest that you do as a viewer, as a listener is spend time and it can be 15 minutes a day. It can be 30 minutes a day. It can be an I don't care hour a day is just finding things that have won awards or that are on sites that are displaying them because they're amazing or awesome, right? So top 25 postcards of 2018, top 50 business cards of 2017, top websites of like, well, don't do 2006 because then, yeah, but, you know, you get my point. Like, look at the good stuff. So when you do go over to Canva or you do go over to some of these other places that you can grab a template, you can tell a crap template from something that you're going to be able to turn into an amazing piece by using it and modifying it and all that good stuff. One last thing about this charting the course piece that I was like, so many people. It's not about always taking what you can't do and making yourself be able to do that thing. Uh, and a lot of people are like, oh, well, I suck at that. I should double down and get good at it. You know what? I know there are things that I'm not good at. I know. You're surprised. You're surprised. I get it. <laughs> but there are things that I'm not good at. And I've gotten to the point in life where I'm not necessarily going to spend the time to learn those things. I am going to say something to somebody and be like, hey, I just I need to offload this piece because I realize there's somebody that can do it in five minutes when it would take me four hours. And when you're running a business, solopreneur or a, a big business, if you know that you can get something done in five minutes versus four or five hours, then unload that thing and double down on, on what you are good at, uh, and you'll have much, much more success. Ideas versus done, people. Everybody can have ideas. They're kind of like buttholes. Anyway, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but, speaking of buttholes, uh, I don't know where I want to go with that. But we did have another no. section <laughs> called, the Bermuda, called the Bermuda Triangle. And uh, Remington Beg. this got a little bit more interesting. Like charting the course, like we were going, you know, and then all of a sudden it was like we hit the Bermuda Triangle. I feel like some people, if if they listen to it carefully, depending on who you are, you might get a little offended like because I know what I want to say but I don't know how I'm going to say it so I'm going to let you go first
1: Yeah, yeah all right it's very interesting so you know we're we're going through this is episode 11 now we're going through like what the pirate is or like hacking the Bermuda Triangle and it's so funny like most of them have been people and then in this scenario it really isn't um, you know which which I thought was a very interesting play and it was almost one of those things that I felt like I wanted to kind of like bring him back to like talk about a, a person but but it also like it was super on point uh, in regards to like the the perspective so I really love the idea of um, looking at everything through your phone like if you get a brand or you get that that Instagram thing don't look it on, on a 1920 by 780 you know 1920 by 1080 don't look it on a 1920 by 1080 screen because it's going to be on a little two by five inch phone or bigger if you've got a larger phone. But you've got to be looking at it that smallest, the smallest thing in branding. We're always talking about how does this look on a billboard and how does it look on an envelope? So now you can kind of roll into the phones because phones are like the leading media that everyone's having those first impressions with. The big thing around this, look at your brand as an investment. I always talk about the long game and the short game. Make sure that, you know, you're going to be focusing on that brand and that brand, that equity, that focus that you have on your brand is going to give you some silent ROI, brand recognition Um, and the consistency. Like that's one of the things that you really need to watch out for, because I think it's easy to not necessarily see like direct results. But you also are going to want to make sure that consistently stays the same. And that consistency could be how you do an intro, George, um, to, you know, the Wayfinding Growth podcast or how you do it for Sprocket Talk. Or it could be how you end, you know, how you end or how you what overlay you put on something. It just has to match and it has to be consistent. Um, For instance, George, your brand is your is your hair, your mohawk, right? like that's you like you couldn't shave that off and still be George V Thomas the sprocket talk like master right right cuz you've got this you've got this uh you got this hair i don't no <laughs> 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 um so i can't i can't rock a mohawk i think it would be pretty funny looking if i did but you know that that's the that's the personal brand side of things so that was huge he talked about like, like one success and acting like you own it i think companies do this not just not just brand, but companies do this all the time. They're like, we've made it and we're awesome. And then they get stuck or they get passed by because they think they achieved it. You got to make sure you're always testing. You're always pushing like, what's the next step look like? And that's one of the reasons that I love specifically and bringing it back to HubSpot this time. But one of the reasons I really love HubSpot CTAs because that's a small element in a big picture. But to be able to know how CTA version one versus CTA version two, CTAs are calls to action, people. Those two work separate. That you know, being able to see that allows for you to really know whether design is working. And what gets measured really does get improved. Let me put it this way: the the Bermuda
0: Triangle for me comes down to really three simple things. And I'm going to say this as nicely as I can, but it's what I got out of it. And that's what I love about this show, Remington. Is it's what each individual gets out of what is being said. And so for me, the Bermuda Triangle was, one, get ready to spend some money. Don't be a cheap butt. Right? But like, it's going to cost to be good. Um, number two, invest in yourself and your company. A.K.A. Yep. don't be lazy. Put in the work. Right? So spend money. Don't be lazy. Put in the work. And then my favorite moment. Of the entire show was when Jeff said, fail
1: forward in all you do.
0: In other words. Oh, fail forward.
1: Nope, fall forward in everything you do.
0: Fail forward. All right. They can fall forward. Hey, listen, here's the thing. You can fall forward, which hurts, (laughs) but I'm going to fail forward. And what I mean by that, and I'm going to go back and listen to it to see if you're right. Because when I heard him, I heard fail forward. Cool. And, and here's the thing. The reason that I am saying this is because so many people are scared to make decisions because they're afraid of failure versus embracing the growth that will happen through the failure. 100%. And so – right? So so for me, those are the things. Like be ready to spend money, don't be lazy, and don't be afraid. Like those are the three things that are just crippling some businesses when it comes to just business in general or especially when we start putting out these visual pieces of content for our marketing and sales efforts. That's what I'm talking about. Now, I'm going to put us both on the screen. Was it really fall forward or fail forward? I think it was fall forward, but your explanation makes that work just as well. I mean, so here's the thing. Everybody, if you've made it to this point in the show, go back to episode 9, find if it says fall or fail, and then you tweet out at Remington Bag, at George B. Thomas, hashtag, and then fall or fail. Because I want to know how many people actually go back, listen to it, and let us know. You know what else I want to know about? Captain... Killing it! (laughs) That's right. Oh, I love that part of the show where we get to talk about somebody who's killing it on social or maybe hashtag failing. And here's what I will tell you this week. Because I started to kind of embrace my inner Jeff C. I did not wear a bowling shirt today. Dang it! I should have worn a bowling shirt. And I could have had a ZZ Top beard going on. (laughs) Anyway, I started to think visual I started to think marketing and I started to think Pinterest. And so for this week's Captain Killing It, there is on Pinterest.com forward slash Sharpie underscore markers. That's right. Sharpie Mm -hmm. underscore markers. There is a visual like display
1: treasure trove
0: awesomeness. Like it's amazing. There's colors and layouts and like text. And squiggles and squirrels and circles—not
1: squirrels, like animals. I don't know what. I'm sure you could to. probably find squirrels. I'm sure you could probably find squirrels in there, like there, someone drawing a squirrel.
0: There might be. So you're probably right. Yeah. So, but there's all this stuff. You've got to go to that account. You've got to go to that account.
1: So let's say it's
0: Halloween, right? They've got a board that is ghouls just want to have fun, right? Um, it, let's say it's spring and you're wondering what you should do with your Sharpie markers to be more creative around your house. They have a hop into spring. And guess what? Yeah. There's bunny rabbits. Hop into spring. Get it? So, so you have to check out this account. It's absolutely amazing. Um, I'm surprised they don't have more followers, but they have a good amount of followers. It's, it's just visually stimulating. I love it. They are this week's Captain, killing it, Remington. As we close, fine, sir. Do you have any final thoughts that you want to share with the viewers and listeners?
1: Visual marketing is more than more than like the imagery, and I think um, Sharpie, by the way, kills it with a lot of their their things on there. Like talk about the promotion and the things that are possible without even mentioning and en- there's zero advertisements in that entire in the in that entire account. Like it's all just like things that are possible made with Sharpie kind of thing. Um, I think that's cool. The power of collaboration is super important. Um, you know, so and that's one of the things, tying this into agency life, like that's one of the things I love most about our team is like we can talk just about anything out and come out of it with some amazingly creative ideas. And I think that's one of the really great reasons why someone would want to hire an agency is access to more than one mind. I think one of the big things that I'd want to know is when you think about brand or visual marketing, and this is to our audience. Uh, To our listeners and our viewers, what is like a major takeaway or a major thing that you think we missed with visual marketing um, in recapping today? Because I would love to hear your opinion of it. So hit us up. You can hit us up on Facebook in our Wayfinding Growth Facebook group, or you can shoot us an email at WG at ImpulseCreative.com. Hit us up over there. I want to know what you think is a big thing if you're watching this
0: if you are watching this on uh youtube 'Cause that's where you can watch it or on our Facebook uh channel because you can watch it there too. Make sure you hit the like, make sure you leave some comments, make sure you ask us questions as Remington said. You can also email us if you want to give us some topics in a way that you want us to navigate your business, a direction that you want to go into. Uh if you're listening to this on iTunes or your favorite podcast app, then go ahead and go over to iTunes, leave a rating and review. Five stars will be fine, some nice words. But I will tell you, until next time, we want you to make sure that you're doing all that you can do to leave the dock of mediocrity. Nobody wins there, people. That dock is, like, dirty, and there's bird droppings, and the ropes are Anyway, I digress. And set sail towards your success. Dude, I cannot have one more thing go wrong on this episode. I kid oh, you. Oh, Really? Not. So my my earbuds don't even work anymore. The sounds now coming out of my TV. My light shut off halfway through, and my watch has rang like seven times during this episode because I took it off of mute
1: the other day and forgot to mute it again. <laughs> so if it means anything, I barely heard it. Good. That's good. Yeah, the yeah, the lighting doesn't look too bad.